It's like when you work in a call centre and you say, oh, the first call's the worst. But then you get rolling as the day goes on and the, the shitness of uh, your life doesn't hurt as much. Yeah. That's what it's like when you hit record on the uh, the podcast. Uh, what's the what's the name of our podcast machine again? It's Art Cinema Fart Cinema. The oh, art, our machine. The it's, machine. It's Robococ. Robococ. Yeah. I, uh, this is the first episode of the second season. Of Art Cinema Farts. Something amazing has just happened, and I'm talking candidly as if it's not amazing. I'm, I'm mind blown. The second <laughs> season of Art Cinema Farts Cinema. Brand new season. My name is Simon. Uh, I'm Nadim. And welcome to the podcast. What Today's is, episode. What is the title of this one? <laughs> Today's episode is called Irrefutably Beautiful High School Musicals. Mm. Which works better if you have an accent. Irrefutable musical. Irrefutably Beautiful High School Musicals. Right, okay. You know? In which we talk about musicals set in high schools. This episode, we're going to be talking about High School Musical 2006 and High School Musical 2 2007. Classic films. No doubt. <laughs> roll credits. <laughs> roll, not roll credits, roll intro. Roll intro. Yeah, roll credits, yeah. Because we want it to be over already. <laughs> <laughs> Art cinema, cinema. Irrefutably beautiful high school musical part one contains spoilers for High School Musical High School Musical Two Wildcats, The Land Before Time. <laughs> anyway, uh, so High School Musical, what, what is the story? The story of High School Musical, it's been a while, man. I, I'm out of practice for this. Ooh, <clears throat> limber, limber, yeah. I need to do some voice exercises. Uh, High School mommy, Musical. Mummy, 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 ma. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what you sound like. High School Musical is the story of Troy and Gabriella, played by the beautiful. Vanessa Hudgens, who is the girl, and Zac Efron, who you may know, who is, plays the boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they meet in a, at like a New Year, like this really middle class New Year skiing holiday, and uh, they, they, they spark it off by, uh, by singing karaoke together mm-hmm. in, in this kind of really beautifully cringy karaoke And uh, Troy, played by Zac, uh, mm-hmm. you get the feeling that he doesn't really care about the fact he's just blown everyone away with his voice. What he really cares about is that Gabriella has got this gift that it's she the connection man. she has to give this gift to the world of singing <laughs> even if i have to sing myself and risk credibility as an athlete he's a self-sacrificing boy oh that was my post arriving don't worry kids uh, <laughs> uh, so they end up going so that's that's during the winter holidays or whatever they call it the winter break in america and uh, they go back to their they go back to their lives and uh, it turns out that Gabriella is actually uh, moving to Troy's high school in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And mm-hmm. what then ensues is uh, they decide to enter the talent contest together. Or no, the, was it? They decide to enter them. There's a talent contest. It's like a talent thing. contest musical thing. It's actually pretty not well, well defined. For a movie called High School Musical, they're talking about doing a musical and you don't know what the story of this musical is. You don't know anything about this musical. Just that they're doing a musical. And I suppose there's an audition process to be get in the musical. That's, that's yeah. probably... So that's what they're going to That's why it feels like a competition 
Balls like that. That's a rock and roller right there. With the, you know, yeah. You get some, Why is everyone interrupting our podcast? You get you get like a, th- a thing to make the the engine of a car noisier, don't you? And you, you that make, guy's turned it up to you have twenty nine. You have to go to like the mechanic and say, now I want to have one of those fucking noisy cars that mm. everyone has to t- take a break from talking in the street just to let you go past. Do you reckon anyone looks at someone who drives a car like that and thinks, wow, he's so wow. I, I have to admit it must work like thought, people do that the thought of of uh, small penises comes into my head that you know this person <laughs> that's the cliche it's like yeah. oh he's overcompensating <laughs> see my fucking drill of a cocker my yeah. car's <laughs> my car's broken and it often makes noises like that and I'm always really embarrassed by it because like, people turn around and go he's one as well yeah he's one of those like looking around and then I'm like this this you know just try yeah. Drive around. Well, on the you see on the subject of beautiful uh, Zac Efron, is he beautiful? He's right? irrefutably beautiful. What was it? And, uh, have you, I don't know if you've seen it. You know, uh, the film The Paperboy. Nope. And uh, oh yeah, I have. I yeah. haven't seen it, but I know what it is. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. He's on the poster, and he's like really there. stud-like. Oh yeah, there's a. Scene. He looks like James Dean. There's a scene where the, he's... Uh, the actor. <laughs> there's a scene where he's stripped down to his pants, and he's looking all toned and muscly, and. Uh, yeah, I, I remember a woman who likes other women that I spoke to about that, and she said that the sight of him in his pants uh, nearly turned her straight. Whoa. So there you go. He's got that kind of power. Yeah, that that's a sounds like fairly awesome. I mean, uh, he had the, right. Power. So so we'll get we'll get back into the plot actually. <laughs> so anyway, the the Troy and Gabrielle are kind of star star crossed lovers. They meet again in high school miraculously because Gabrielle has moved into Albuquerque, and. Uh, <laughs> And basically, they decide to go f- uh, try out for this musical. However, Troy, being the captain of the high school basketball team, the Wildcats, uh, is unable to uh, is unable to commit as fully to the musical as he'd like because he has the kind of front of being this cool guy who plays basketball and is in the popular popular team. And there's all these cliques in the school. And basically, when he kind of crosses these boundaries and when when Gabriella as a smart girl crosses the boundaries into musicalness the whole school goes a bit crazy and uh, and it's just about the kind of fallout from that to be honest it's the most trite and boring and ridiculous premise of a movie uh, there's rules to being at school exactly and you know uh is it okay to say that that compares to, to Grease, the first Grease film right well let's we'll get into it then because right? Grease has got like this there's a code you know that Pink ladies go out with T birds. <laughs> exactly, and, and it's right. the same thing. It's like school, uh, fil- school set films talk about like the hierarchies and Aye, the cliques, the hierarchies. And I don't think they exist in real life. Really, and I, I, that disappoints me then because yeah. I love the mythology of American high school as this place of the diners kind of split into. I mean, you quadrants. always get so like there's always like there's always in in Scottish schools at least there's always like the goths. <laughs> the Neds, the popular cars, you know. But then there's, I don't know. Then everyone else just kind of most together. There's uh, like people like football. Yeah. I don't know. That is soccer for our American. We have American listeners. Soccer. Hi. Not football. Soccer. This is Polish lesson number one. Jestem stary dupek, ale nie martwszał, mam's grabny tyłek, which means I am an old asshole. But don't worry, I have a nice bum. So this this film actually it evolved from a 1999 script called Grease Three, <laughs> for real. So this actually started out. Is this, this is not a meme. This is not a meme. hell. So this actually started out as a script called Grease Three, in which 
And allegedly, I don't know if this is 100% true or not, it was going to be about the kids of Danny and Sandy who go to high school. And uh, allegedly, again, not 100% sure, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake and Christina Aguilera were all kind of touted to uh, to play roles in this blooming, uh, in this movie. And uh, <laughs> cause I, they, they were like the Mickey Mouse Club at the time. So actually, I should I should forgot to mention, this is a Disney Channel original TV movie. So this mm-hmm. this film came out on TV. It never came out in the cinema. It was this weird, like huge, huge pop culture phenomenon when I was like a kid. Like it was bizarrely huge. And it's so weird because this film is really bad and really like, or really inoffensive. And it's like a Hallmark movie. It's just yeah. like a, it's the kind of movie your gran would put on. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's as if the the generation that you're talking about, the one that you belong to, mm-hmm. are quite keen to to please granny by watching this <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's so like Gabrielle and Troy don't even kiss in this movie. Like the the our, our main two cast members don't even they don't even kiss. There is the whole point is a romance and they don't even get a kiss. I think they nearly it's, kiss at the end and they get interrupted. It's a teen romance. It's a real like all the edges have been like shaved off. Everything is just wholesome. It's like yeah, there's wholesome content. I'd know, let my kids watch this. There is a moment where Gabriella gets kind of hurt by Troy, but mm. she's over it in a flash as well. It takes one she music. Sings. She it, sings. And that's it, it takes one musical number for her to realise that there's no <laughs> such thing in the world as heartbreak. That's cute. You just have to get get on and smile for the rest of the movie. You know? Oh man! Yeah, so it's, it's it's so wholesome that there's not even any pain. Vanessa, <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens, the actress, her, her voice is so buttery. It's like. Ah, uh, Troy. <laughs> I can't even do it. Yeah. She's like, I wanted to be with you, Troy, this year. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel me? I do feel you. I did start this film. Uh, there was like the basketball kind of practice between father and son. And oh, the yeah. mother comes in and goes, can't you leave that boy alone for you know one minute? Yeah, the dad's a bit of a... He's, he's, a, he's he being the uh, basketball captain himself back in the day. He's kind of not left high school and he wants his son Troy to be the basketball captain as well. <laughs> Bloody hell. But I thought it was interesting that mummy wants more time with, uh, with the son. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Why? It was a reverse, mean, a reverse Oedipus complex. Oh, thing. I mean, but, if your son was Zac Efron, you know. Mm-hmm. I think Zac Efron doesn't even look that good here. I don't it, understand. Uh, I remember people go, going crazy about Zac Efron when I was... I mean, people still go crazy about Zac Efron, if not more so than then. But, like, he, if you look at him then in this movie, he's so, like... He's just a guy. I don't know. He's a guy with floppy-ass hair. He's a dude who's really well chiseled and all the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, he comes more chiseled as we go on. As yeah, go on. I can't remember. I'm probably projecting the image of Zac Efron now, like from Baywatch, oh. into, into this Barbie teen doll. movie. Like, I've, I've forgotten what he actually looked like in this film now, and I'm just seeing this, like, older dude walking around like, I'm at high school. I love the roids. Believe me. <laughs> yeah. I uh, Also, I should, I should mention that, that this film is... It's very lazy. It was clearly not intended to be this huge, massive hit that it became. Like, this this film was, as I keep saying, this film was bizarrely massive. I remember the soundtrack was everywhere for a whole, like, three years. It was crazy. So after the this script for the film was re-edited from being Grease 3, it was known as High School Musical as a kind of placeholder name while they were making the film. And then when the producers couldn't come up with any other better name they just were like yeah we'll just keep it we'll just keep it as high school, high musical. school musical. so that's like that's like if star wars was called space movie 
saga. Yeah. Like, literally. And and they just couldn't think of a better name for it. And it was like, yeah, cool. S- you Space know, movie saga. Sometimes that sort of stuff works. So you know, like, the, the song Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Colleagues? Like, nope. You do know it. You'll know it. But anyway, there's a there's a lot it? of there's a lot of na 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 na. I don't know it. There's na na na's all the way through it, and oh, uh, that oh was, wait, that rings a bell. That rings. That a bell. was uh, the the demo was na 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 na. Don't worry, guys. I'll I just haven't finished writing the lyrics, and the rest of his band turned around and said, "I think the na na na's are great. Just oh, leave it as it is, man. That's we've cool. got lyrics, and then we've got na na na's." I know so, that yeah. Paul McCartney, instead of yesterday, it was scrambled, scrambled eggs. eggs. <laughs> something about loving your legs or something as well. Oh, yeah, so yes, right. Oh, yeah. my darling, how I love your legs. It's such a you thing to remember. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Ugh. What so the was? audition scenes in um, where the tr- people are trying out, I loved that sequence because it reminded me of my favourite New Year's Day. Uh, that I ever had where and it was one of those things where you know great experiences come along and you've not planned them you've not thought anything of it you're just sitting there in someone's home with friends around you it's New Year's Day and then someone put on the X Factor auditions which were being replayed on like ITV4 or (laughs) 2 or something I missed those days and it was like a whole afternoon of just like all the audition episodes from that year's X Factor and I had never watched the show I'd been like I've never watched that and uh, I discovered that I have the you know this is back when they were really cruel as well and they would set they're still people. cruel, nah. No? Nah, nah, nah. They and used they to actually, down. they actually used to set people up, and you could just tell that people <laughs> had been like pushed in front. You know, do what you did earlier, you know, like oh, uh, no. so as that Simon Cowell could just tear them. Can absolutely slag them. you, yeah. yeah, ruin your life. And they've basically. they've softened it because of controversies and all that, yeah. you know, their exploitation of idiots, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I watched it back in the less PC days of just like get as many freaks in front of the car I, got, I got pissed <laughs> that's a lot that's what like 2000s TV was it was like Big Brother and stuff it was all like freak TV I, I loved this New Year's Day I got pissed and found out uh, a whole <laughs> different avenue of pleasure that I never knew existed of watching terrible idiots go up there and sing badly and go come on it was good weren't it Oh, Simon, oh, oh. You know, that's that. that I loved it. And uh, there's an audition scene in uh, High School Musical. So there is, yeah, I forgot about that. There are two, there's a couple that, for some reason, they speak the words like instead of it. sing it. It's like, yeah. what is the lyrics? It's They're like, like uh, it's hard to believe. <laughs> with no one to hold, but you were always right there beside me. Oh. And then the teacher goes, that was disturbing. Go and see a counsellor. And I was like, that's, that totally brought me back to, to Simon Cowell. <laughs> that was, without doubt, the worst audition and then you would see their face just drop and the, the sound oh. would go, it was like pure because <gasps> they were waiting to hear how great they were I missed um, I missed the X Factor I miss. I don't actually miss it it's still on I think if I, you try watching it now I miss Golden Era X Factor yeah you would be like this isn't the same show it's not the same they don't fucking roll out the freaks <laughs> it's so bad you know? <laughs> it's such a bad program they roll out the mediocre talent to then be kind to them <laughs> so it's like a whole season of being kind to mediocrity even if you do find someone that's got a unique touch, you'll find by the time they've gone through boot camp, they've kind of ironed that Why out you, of We're them. so deep into yeah, that. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> hey, fuck it. Right, what else is High School Musical-ish, right? Yeah, man. Uh, I think that's funny. You mentioned Wildcats as the name of the... the as the basketball team. Basketball team, yeah. right. There's an 80s film called Wildcats about American football uh-huh. with uh, Goldie Hawn as like a female coach. 
And uh, one of the things that freaks me out about uh, High School Musical is even though it's a universal film and it's family and it's TV movie and it's all that, they've still managed to sneak in there a really, an admittedly tame sort of female invasion of the male changing room scene, which is oh, like, yeah? a, it's a total hallmark of sporty films that there'll be a scene where the, a woman's in there with changing guys and it's all like, oh, I'm not looking or something like that. You I know? don't remember that. <laughs> uh, that's, it's very brief and it's, you know, but I just thought that's really weird how that's in there. Uh, and it's just kind of a normal, do you know, is it not like, maybe this is my generation, but is this not a, a, a normalized thing when you're a teenager that, you know, you'll probably look up and around in a, your changing room and find out that there's a female teacher in there, <laughs> just in there. <laughs> Is that not? No, that that's not true. That is, true. is that true? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's yeah. true. That I keep testing this with people that are younger than me because that was fucking <laughs> it's well a weird true. thing to ask people. <laughs> it is, probably is, but like, I mean, uh, you can't be a guy teacher and like do the whole "be mature now, girls." I'm not looking. You know, it's like, of course, of course, you are, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but the, uh, <laughs> there's this, there's a, a thing that you know you get away with that as a female teacher doing the whole "be mature, boys." I'm not here to peek at anything. You know, it's, it's like, why would you get away with just announcing that? I mean, that, <laughs> I don't know what's going on in your fucking head. While you're standing in my changing space and and watching yeah. me change, uh, but Wildcats is funny because she's a female coach and they make a big joke about it when she she walks into the changing room and it's Wesley Snipes. Uh, actually, is this in this movie? Yeah, what's this movie in, called? Wildcats. Oh, it's literally called Wildcats. Wildcats uh, okay. is the name of like the the football team and it's the name of the film. Maybe it's an intentional reference by Kenny Ortega, the director of High School Musical. Maybe. I don't think it is. <laughs> but oh. I think it's funny. Wesley Snipes is, cover- is naked, but like with his shoulder pads on. <laughs> Why are you gesturing he's, at your dick when you say shoulder pads? He's got, he's got, he's shoulder, got shoulder pads on. He's got shoulder pads on, but he's holding his helmet over his oh. cock. And then he says something like, all strapped up and ready to go, coach, and then puts his helmet on. And there's like, yeah, basically Wesley Snipes <laughs> flashes his cock at uh, Goldie Hawn, the, the new coach, oh. in this 80s film. It's a normalised thing. We joke about women being in the male changing rooms. Like, it's a big fucking laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you've all, so you've got to join the, the club and laugh at it too. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be like freaked <laughs> out. Don't write I can't a letter. Say, I can't say I thought about it. Don't write a letter of complaint anywhere. Just laugh along, you know, yeah. If you find yourself out enjoying a country walk late this spring or even in early summer, be sure to keep your eyes peeled for the Sheepy Owl. The Sheepy Owl has been blown off course during its migration flight by an unpredicted hurricane. The Sheepy Owl is currently a very rare guest along the northern eastern coast of our British Isles. The sheepy owl sounds like a sheep, but looks like an owl. It has white woolly down like pantomime snow, or like a phony snow, fake snow from a school play that you decorate the stage with on a school play. That kind of white woolly down. The sheepy owl likes to perch on fence posts and branches of trees. It sounds very much like a sheep, but looks like an owl. Make no mistake, the sheepy owl is in fact an owl, not a sheep.
This has been a public service message brought to you by the Lakeview Pavilion Lawrence Willoughby Chase Nature Resort. Thank you. So high school music, I mean, did, did we cover the, you get the sense of the story that it's just about fucking To be honest, explaining the story of high school musical to people is like trying to explain the story of uh, the Godfather to people. It's beige like everyone, paint. everyone knows what it is. Try and explain beige paint to people. Everyone yeah. knows what they, in fact, high school musical is just Greece. It's just Greece. It's the same. Yeah. And the second one, right, I actually quite liked the fact that the second one's slightly more drama-infused mm. because uh, there's a sequence in that where Troy and the bad lady called Sharpay, the blonde baddie mm-hmm. called Sharpay, uh, and Troy, who's supposedly our hero, they both show themselves up to be um, dicks, fickle as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, everyone around them feels betrayed and it's just, you know, I don't even know who you are anymore sort of thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, the symbolism that I thought was in the start of the first house, you know, the, the reversed Oedipus complex. <laughs> uh, I was so sure that I was onto something and that I was going to watch some really sinister melodrama unfold. What, and find some really, like, amazing But of course that, that didn't happen. Of I was, course it didn't happen. It's High School uh, Musical. High School Musical 2 opens with this really awesome sequence where the teacher's talking, the kids are lis- are pretending to listen, and the clock on the wall is getting bigger. It's looming large. Oh, yeah. That's at the start. Of, it grows, yeah. The, the, the clock grows, and I was thinking maybe that's a suggestion that the cock is growing. <laughs> that Zac Efron is kind of maybe getting a bit tumescent in his pants, and we're going to get some sexual... Like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, because High School Musical is going to have some sex scenes in it. Yeah, for sure. You fucking <laughs> Disney Channel sex scenes. Coming, coming of age. Uh, then that, really... didn't, that didn't really happen either. No, no, no. no. So there was no, uh, there was no cock growing. It's just clock growing. I, when you texted me after watching the first one, see, I've seen the first one a few times. I actually because of probably just because of like osmosis, I've I like know all the words, all the first one's songs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why. It freaks me out. When I was watching the film, I was like, I'm weirded out that I know all this. It's like, it was like it was programmed into my brain when I was young. Because remember, right? These three films came out, the High School Musical films came out over the course of, I think, three years. That's like, that's the third of a childhood. In fact, it's probably more like half of a childhood if you count the the period in which a child is actually conscious. Mm -hmm. It goes right into your brain and alters your chemistry. I reckon I'm probably 50% High School Musical. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to think of what what has done that to me, but uh, probably something fucked up. It's so long ago now. Probably uh, something messed up. Yeah, (laughs) the fox and the hound. It could be like well, no, Watership Down. Watership Down was Watership Down is one actually that's in my head, and uh, so is uh, the Land Before Time. (laughs) Ah, yeah, is that not like the dinosaur thing where everyone weepy as fuck? All the dinosaurs die at the end. Well, no, the mother dies, and it's like you know, remember, I am always with you, little food. And it was like what the. We did watch. We watched both the high school. We what did, I, f- did I text you something? Revealing ah, yeah, sorry, the end that's of it. right. <laughs> you texted me saying like I don't have much to say about the first one. I watched yeah. the second one. Uh, they're yeah, very bland films. Like, yeah, no. and and like they're they're kind of huge success over. Is that your tummy? Yeah, my stomach's going to be rumbling. I might have to throw toast in my face between uh, <laughs> between sentences at some point. But anyway, the. Uh, the fact that these films were so successful, is, I think it's like it's almost like a testament to like hype, and everyone can just get carried away with hype. Like I remember people bringing the d- the DVDs to school and stuff like that. Like it was that kind of movie. It was bizarre. No, um, I mean it's the, the second one. Uh, it's got uh, 
did the basketball team sort of play baseball instead? In yeah, the they play baseball. And they're just as good at baseball as yeah, they Oh, are yeah, they're basketball. amazing at baseball. And they can this, sing this, while they play baseball. This reminds me of, like, in soaps, where uh, <laughs> everything in it, you know, if you watch Neighbours, when you watch Neighbours and Home and Away back in the day, it's been a while since I watched that, but that was an after-school kind of treat to watch Home and Away and <laughs> Neighbours. <laughs> a treat, yeah. Home and Away and Neighbours between ten past five and six. Mm. Yeah, that was your 50 minutes of Australian soaps every day. Is that why um, your accent's so weird? Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Like, actually, yeah. no, we t- I talked about this in the previous season that I came home from school. This will be the thing that's underpinned my personality. Is like, I came home from school uh-huh. at half three and I would live very close and I just ran home and I knew that I had an hour and a half that I, before ten past five. Uh, that I could watch either Labyrinth or Legend, and oh. I alternated one and the other for what felt like years of my life. It's under your skin, man. Yeah. So I've got the Labyrinth or Legend <laughs> experience followed by an hour of, well, 50 minutes of Australian soaps. Labyrinth, that explains a lot, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, no, in, in, in Australian soaps, you would, uh, and I remember my brother saying this to me, do you not think it's fucking funny how every time, like, the kids in these soaps try their hand at some activity they're always great at it like it's like let's go to the skate park yeah let's do that and then they're like awesome skaters <laughs> let's go to this other place and then they're awesome it'd be boring well. if they weren't though right? surfing skating basketball you don't want to watch Jason Donovan building. not be good at skateboarding yeah it turns out that everyone on Ramsey Street is a fucking expert at absolutely <laughs> everything perhaps yeah. they're aliens neighbours yeah no it's high school musical who gives a fuck yeah man uh, do you think that uh, people will like it in years to come? Like, as in, uh, right, so this is the other thing. As a nostalgia thing, two million percent. I, when I was watching this first, the first movie, and kind of to, to a smaller degree the second movie, I felt like a child again. Like, And it's not because it's a good film. It's because, like, genuinely, I can't explain how big these films were. They were bizarre. It was, it was for, for, like, a solid year, it felt like. Everyone was, like, every time you had spare time in, in school, you'd, like, people would be playing it on, on like... The CD player, or remember those? Mm. <laughs> like, and or people would have like. I've got school, two CD players <laughs> in the room right now, guys. High school musical T-shirts, high school musical bags, and everyone was talking about high school musical, and uh, high school musical two. That was a huge. I think it's one of the biggest moments in cable television history ever. I was I was looking this up just there. The first film had seven point seven million view viewers on it on its kind of premiere on Disney Channel. The second film had seventeen and a half million, so ten million more views in between the gap between the first two movies. Money for old fucking rope, if you ask me. <laughs> like, let's make Grease three. No, let's actually make it less original than than trying to add to the thing. Let's just remake Grease and, and sand off all <laughs> and the use, edges. And use the working title and no one famous at the time. Literally, either. it's like it's the most lazy thing ever that just suddenly became big. <laughs> it's so bizarre. But yeah, no, as from for a nostalgic point of view, like it's actually quite an enjoyable film. It really is. Like it's trash. It's total trash. And it's Sharp so cheesy. H. Sharp H. There's a scene in the second one, I think, where she just says to the, a guy at a drum set, give me a beat. So that she can walk out the room. To the beat. <laughs> yeah, that kind of movie, man. It's, exactly. Uh, Sharpie yeah. is so cool that she just needs a beat before she can <laughs> yeah. actually leave. leave You're the not room. meant to take them seriously. I think they knew exactly. It's not so much they knew exactly what they're making because they didn't know they were making a mega hit. But but what I mean is, they clearly were just like, 
make this crappy school musical, high school musical, to, to fill time on the Disney Channel. We'll, we'll play it every day for, for three years. And then it suddenly became this huge thing. I haven't actually ever seen the third one because the third one was theatrically released. And by that point, I think the tide had pretty much like, it hadn't turned against it, but people were kind of, they were kind of grown up a little bit, you know? Because I think it came out around about the same time Twilight came out. So people were changing their, people were changing oh, their mind. Oh, was the first Twilight film kind of in line with the third I, I, High School Musical? I don't know. I think the, the third High School Musical came out in 2008. And I think, I'm not a Twilight expert. I think the Twilight film came out, first Twilight film came out in 2008. I could be wrong there. I think that sounds about right. Because I remember I people... Uh, there was a whiplash transition between people liking Twilight no, between people liking High School Musical to suddenly liking Twilight, yeah. if I remember correctly. I remember the, uh, that sort of 2008-2009 sort of time, I remember being given a sample of right of the sort of like the Twilight books. Oh, yeah. Like, just read that page kind of thing. Read from that it's line so to that line. so good. Oh, my goodness. Read Twilight. <laughs> Actually, it was a girl saying, you'll not believe how fucking bad it is. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> That's good, yeah. It but is. it's like Fifty Shades. It's the same thing. It's, you find yeah. it. There's a million people that will tell you it's great, and a million people that will tell right, you. Right. So this is this is like trash. High School Musical is is part of the long tradition of like Fifty Shades and Twilight. It's kind of like I got kind of obsessed with creating a female uh, writing alias and uh, becoming a <laughs> and writing erotica. <laughs> right. like if, if all it takes is like because someone said to me like the uh, the Fifty Shades thing. You just write a hundred pages yeah. and then repeat it six times. <laughs> Bang! You've got yourself a book. Just take every sentence and reword it a little bit differently. Like these fucking books are huge hardback books that yeah. sit there like that. You just think someone waited fastest that. selling books of all time. Oh, Christ. <laughs> anyway, I couldn't do it because I would end up uh, just tr- entertaining myself by writing weird things, and then it'd be like that's not what that were. You're not supposed to be inventive and. She's cheeky. not supposed to have tentacles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not supposed to write something actually funny or like remarkable. It's meant to be complete dross <laughs> to tap into this nerve that you know exists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what the next big trashling will be. Has it happened yet? I can't remember. There's not been a big trash thing for ages. Yeah. Apart from Fifty Shades. When's <laughs> the, the next big trash thing? I'm, 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 trash I'm waiting thing. for it. Uh, Dakota Johnson. Uh, everything that she comes in now. Uh, she carries the Fifty Shades thing with her, and that's Suspiria remake. It oh, was, yeah. I thought it was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because it had Fifty Shades. Because I think or because it had her. I was just thinking, oh, it's just tapping into the same shit with Dakota what? Is it? Johnson's... Is the new Suspiria film a Fifty Shades film? No. Is it like? Does it reference it or like? Did... It's just because it's got like. A, I haven't seen it. It's either. an eighteen rooted film that's got like a bizarre kind of twist to it you know oh. like uh, like it's uh, I don't mean twist in the story I mean like it's uh, you know there's there's something you know black swanish about it and sort oh. of you know like there's a fetishistic kind of view of, of so very like high school musical then yeah a feti- <laughs> fetishistic view of Sharpay leaving to the beat <laughs> yeah I actually I forgot to mention uh, just another compounding factor to like High School Musical beat. We've not really talked about it, but uh, yeah, there's not much to say. It's art it. cinema, fart cinema. It's, it's a farty film, it, and everyone's seen it. So what, what's the point? I think contextual stuff's interesting, though. It's set in Albuquerque, presumably, and this is the same reason. So Breaking Bad is actually set in Albuquerque, and the reason it's set in Albuquerque, New Mexico, uh, is because the producers were offered a thirty percent tax rebate, or rather, there's a thirty percent tax rebate for filming. TV shows and movies in Albuquerque. So presumably that's the same reason it's this film, High School Musical, is set in uh, in 
in where it is, you know. Cool. So, so what I'm what I'm trying to say is they cheaped out, and it's also in the same universe as Breaking Bad, as far as I'm concerned. As far as I'm concerned. As as it's a fucking shit podcast. We watch fucking shit films. It's a fucking shit podcast. We watch fucking shit films. Alright, Haskell Musical. Money for Old Rope. To be continued in Irrefutably Beautiful High School Musical Part 2.